The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, September 29th edition, the last regular season edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. What a season it's been. We've done pretty darn well, pretty darn well. The last, you know, September was what September was. We called it out the gate. It's going to be a disaster. Like, there's going to be tons of ups and tons of downs. The downs could be bad just because... Look at these lineups. Look at these teams. Look at the guys. Oh, you threw two bad batters in a row. Yeah, we got 40 guys in the bullpen. See you later. It's just what September it is. But uh, great season. I appreciate everyone that's listening, that's come along on the journey. We'll do it again next year. But uh, it was a good year. Very, very good year. I love doing it. So thanks for listening. Um, remember, we're at thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. And just because baseball is winding down doesn't mean coverage of the postseason, of all the other sports, football, basketball, the works, will not be covered. So we have you there all year long. So keep checking us out. Keep hitting us up. I can help with all kinds of stuff. So let me know what's going on, and we will uh, we'll still have fun talking sports and doing the sports thing. But for your last Quick hits, Friday, September 29th, we have a 13-game main slate to crack down, and it's, yeah. Let's look at your totals. Mets, Phillies, 9.5, Pirates, Nationals, 7.5, Braves, Marlins, 8.5, Orioles, Rays, 9. This is how bad it is. We don't have a total on the White Sox, Indians, because Mike Pelfrey just got announced. Astros, Red Sox, no total or nothing yet, because we're waiting to make sure that these are the right pitchers that are pitching because the Red Sox at least locked up a tie for the AL East, so they might try to get their rotation ready. You got A's at Rangers at 10.5. That is a game to target because those guys are both horrible pitchers in Alcantara and Perez. Tigers, Twins, Kyle Gibson is now the pitcher, not Barrios, so we're still waiting on a total there. Dodgers at Rockies and Coors, total of 12, and that might be too low because Hunjin Ryu is going to start, but who knows how long he goes. You really don't know. D-backs, Royals, total of nine. Brewers, Cardinals. We're waiting on that one because John Gant is now starting for the St. Louis Cardinals. Mariners at Angels, total of nine. Padres at Giants, total of eight and a half. 
this is going to be just outstanding. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, two guys in the 5K, Strasburg, Granke, not using them. I don't care if they pitch great, they pitch great. I have no idea how long they're pitching. I looked all over the interwebs last night, couldn't find it. With Strasburg, you know, he's not going to pitch again for over a week. You could see him going a, a full array to get him, you know, his 100 pitches and get ready. You could see him go three innings to go 60, 70 pitches. They'll take him out. They'll work a bullpen or two during the week. They just want to make sure he's healthy for the postseason. I'm not paying full thousand for that. Same for Zach Granke. Granke's going up at Kansas City, you know, kind of a revenge factor there. If this was midseason, I'd be a thousand percent into this game. But uh, one, Granke's been better uh, at home than on the road. Two, he's going to pitch, in f- he's going to have four days rest after this and then start the wild card game against the Colorado Rockies in Arizona. Pretty sure they don't want to risk injury on that one. This is totally like a bullpen session, maybe a few extra pitches, but I honestly don't know how late DP's going. Not going to go here. I'm going to start with Trevor Bauer of the Cleveland Indians. Uh, We know he's like the third or fourth guy in the rotation. He's not pitching for a long time. They're going to let him go at least five or six innings, at least. And he's been darn, darn good. Going up against a White Sox team for 9500 bucks. Um, he's faced them once this year, six and a third, three hits, two or nine Ks. He, uh, 28.7 DraftKings points, just outstanding. 21, he had a 10 against Kansas City, but then a 24-1. That 28-7 was four starts ago at the White Sox. Threw only 97 pitches for that. He could easily do that again. He's going to throw 100 to 110 pitches tonight, most likely, unless something crazy happens. You saw they let Carrasco go all for the complete game last night. Well over 100 pitches or yesterday afternoon. There's no reason they can't do that with Bauer. He's in a great spot for 20-plus point upside against a White Sox team that strikes out its fair share uh, 23.5% of the time. So Bauer is in a great spot tonight. I'll be building lineups around him. I will also be looking at Kyle Gibson at home against the Detroit Tigers. The scary part here is they might put a bad, bad lineup around him as they have clinched that wild card game. Um Irvin Santana is going in the wild card game. This was supposed to be Barrios. I guess they want to arrest him in case they win the wild card game. Because this game doesn't mean anything to them. This has no ramifications. You need those arms. It, it makes sense. I get it. You throw Barrios in a bullpen today, let him throw 50 pitches, shower, go put your, your tennis shoes on and relax. Um, his last start out for Gibson was at the Tigers. Seven innings, five hits, three earned. Six strikeouts for 21.6. Got 21-6, 18-7, 27-1. His last three starts, 6-8 and 6 for the strikeouts. I've been talking about it for a while when Gibson, since Gibson's been pitching really, really well. Uh, the strikeouts are coming up. So this is a good, good thing to see. The, the Tigers strike out 22% of the time. Uh, Gibson's getting a, almost a 51% ground ball rate. Tigers are a bad team since the Verlander trade. Last night was their fifth win. They're 5-22. and 22 since Verlander was traded. Um, Not like they'd be, you know, 500 with Verlander, but still, the team has traded everybody, J.D. Martinez, um, the works, and it's showing. They're just going downhill in a heartbeat. So, so, uh, Gibson, definitely a play for me. I'll probably build a Bauer-Gibson lineup and go from there, but I I like both those guys big time tonight. You can look at guys like Jake Odorizzi, eighty-three hundred bucks at home against the Baltimore Orioles. It's always you know risky facing the Orioles, but they do have a four-two-five total. Lefties two ninety-five, righties three twenty-nine. They do have a bunch of powerful righties in that lineup, so keep your eye on that. But they do strike out twenty-two point five percent of the time. Good pitchers ballpark in Tropicana Field, um, but he has a been he's only a thirty percent ground ball guy, twenty-eight one percent. 
K guy, so that's a recipe for a lot of fly balls. He's given up hard contact. With, with Odorizzi, it's like he's going to pitch a great game like he did his last time out where he threw six innings, three hits, no earned, nine Ks for 32.5 points at Baltimore. Or he's going to get shelled. But overall, his last few starts, 32-5, 23-7, a 12-7 against the Yankees, 29-8 against Minnesota. And then he had a rough, rough stretch there of 11 6.1, minus 9.6, 13.9, 7.488. Some worrisome stuff there. His last three or four starts have been great. And three starts versus Baltimore, 16 in the third inning, 7 earned. 17 Ks total. He's averaging 17.4 a game against the Orioles. So there's a lot to like there. Um, as we mentioned, when the Orioles were playing Pittsburgh, they've been kind of tinkering with their, their young kids. You see Chance Sisko's been catching and um, Rio Ray and some other guys have been in the lineup. They've been mixing and matching stuff. So there is that angle you could approach with Oda Rizzi as an $8,300 play um, because you're looking for any angle you can find right now. Charlie Morton, 7900 bucks for Houston at Boston. You saw Peacock do his thing last night. Morton's been filthy this year. 23-6, 25-9, 17-9, his last four starts. Really getting locked in as the postseason approaches, so that is good to see. Uh, walks are always a concern with Charlie Morton. Um, they have dropped down all the to 8.4%. He's got a swinging strike rate of 11% to go with a K rate of 26.6. Boston's up to 19.5% K rate. slowly on the climb. Ground ball rate over 51%. Low hard contact. Charlie Morton's pitched really, really well this year. Lefty's 247. Righty's 351. Uh, Morton at 79. That brings some value to me because we played a lot more for him. I think they're factoring in playing the Red Sox and all that good stuff. Again, they, they clinched the, uh, at least a tie for the AL East. I know they want to win the AL East, but they can play it one of two ways. They can play it safe and hope within three games the Yankees lose, or they can go balls to the wall and try to win it tonight. Morton's not really the guy to, to cope to, to win it tonight, but you never know what John Federal is going to do. A lot of these plays are great spots, especially lineup dictating. Remember how I mentioned Lance Lynn yesterday? Well, that lineup came out, and he had 6,400. He became tremendous. Uh, but Norris was different. I even looked at Dylan Covey by the time the Angels lineup came out, and he wasn't horrible at his price tag. He was actually really good for his price tag. you got to look at these lineups. Like These these guys are great when everything's just right with even better upside because lineups can suck even more this time of year. But there's also some guys we can, we'll talk about now and even some we might not talk about where their value increases. I'll do my best to tweet about it, but... I'm also busy during the day, so sometimes I just don't get to it. So hit me up with a question. It'll be easier that way. But um, Morton at 79 is worth a look. Chris Stratton of the Giants, 7200 bucks at home against the San Diego Padres. You know, the last week or so, two weeks, the Padres' bats have been pretty good. Uh, Stratton's coming off one of a rough, a rough start prior to that, 17.9 against Arizona. A couple of other rough starts. We've, we've seen good stuff. He had a stretch of 24-1, 15-9, 35-4. Uh, he got beat up by San Diego earlier this year. Didn't even get out of the inning. Got a third of an inning, five earned, no Ks. So he's got good stuff. He's shown it. He's also shown just destroyability. Padre strike out 25.4% of the time. Stratton does walk a lot, but all the other peripherals look pretty darn nice. Padres have the third lowest total at the moment. Lefty's 348, righty's 302. So pick your poison if you want to go there. It's You know, you know the Padres line is going to be what it is. And they've just been hitting guys, but it's a good ballpark to pitch in, and you can't. And he's a decent option there. A guy like Dan Straley, seventy-one hundred at home in a good ballpark in Miami. It's a good price tag for a guy that's averaged eighteen point five a game 
against the, the, the Braves this year, striking out 23 and 22 innings of work in four starts. Uh, that's very good stuff there. Only downside, it's an average of five to six innings per start, but maybe had a bad start in there to go with it. The Braves strike out less than 20% of the time, though, so that's a bugaboo. Uh, and a lot of fly balls with Straley, but still a good-looking play against Atlanta at that price tag. Atlanta, the second lowest total at 396. Lefty's 314, righty's 333. So there is definitely something to look at when it comes to Straley in that matchup. Another guy we're looking at is Ben Lively at 6,700 at home against the New York Mets. This is an all-or-nothing type deal. Um, against the Mets this year in two starts, 13 and a third, three earned six Ks for 15.2 points on average. His last two starts were not good at Atlanta and home against Oakland. Prior to that, at Washington, 23-7, where he got four Ks. At the Mets, 21-6. At Miami, 18-1. He had a 10-5 against the Cubs, a 12-7 against the Giants. So he had a good little run there, five straight double digits, some in the really good range. Um, the Mets strike out 20% of the time, which is not good. Live is not a huge, huge K guy, um, big fly ball guy in that ballpark. That's kind of terrifying when you look at it that way. Lefty's 366, righty's 322. The upside is tremendous with Lively, but again, he's just like the others where it's very, very beatable. Check the lineup. It might be more favorable later. Luis Gohara of the Atlanta Braves, 6,500, big prospect lefty, hard-throwing machine. Tons of strikeouts. Last start against Philadelphia, seven innings, five hits, one earned nine Ks for 27-6. But like a rookie, at 7-7 at home against Washington, but then 23-9 at Washington. He had 4-2 against Texas. Those are his four starts. It's like an every other thing. This will be the first time he sees Miami. You know, Zuna can hit lefties. Oh, and there's this guy, Giancarlo Stanton who double donged last night and does love hitting lefties. So keep an eye on that. They strike out only 20% of the time versus lefties. He's striking out 26%, but a lot of fly balls to go with that as well. Um, when you look at Miami, lefties 174, righties 386 in a short sample with Gohara. I like Gohara with tremendous upside in this matchup. I wouldn't be surprised if Giancarlo takes him deep, but also I do love, love, love the upside there at 6,500. He's playing one of my my higher, he is my favorite guy of in the 6K and below range. Then the last guy I'll mention is Wade Miley. He's 5,200 bucks at the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes, it's Tampa Bay who crushed the baseball. Uh, he's averaging 13.9 a game in two starts against the Rays, 12Ks and 13 innings. He's coming off, you know, three straight just horrible starts. Prior to that, though, he's pitched really, really well. We used him a lot. And a Tampa Bay team that strikes out a ton is something we're targeting for a guy at 5,200. You want to get bats tonight. I'm not saying use Miley because of that, but he can help you open up bats for sure. The The Braves check out almost 26% of the time versus lefties. Miley does have a walk problem, but he also has a 51% ground ball rate. So strike out, put the ball in place. Don't walk, guys. He'll at least put together, hopefully, a quality start. Rays have a 4.75 total. Lefties 294, righties 373. It's risky. Wade Miley is always risky, but he is in play for me tonight at that price tag. So recapping your pitching. If you want to go Strasburg-Ranke, knock yourself out. Uh, I'm going to start with Bauer and Gibson. Those guys, to me, are definitely the top two on my list of things to do. And then I can give Odorizzi a look. The strikeout rate is tremendous. He's pitched really, really well the last like month of September. Uh, something to keep an eye on there. And hopefully Baltimore keeps putting that depleted lineup out, which gives Odorizzi a, an upper hand there. But, again, they have so much power in that lineup. It's like, well, it's like Miley versus the Rays, same scenario. 
in the 7K range. Charlie Morton, a very interesting matchup against Boston. Very, very good arm uh, against the Boston team that's very inconsistent at the plate. You got Stratton and Straley, both risky, but upside plays after that. It's like Morton, Odorizzi, Gibson, Bauer, I feel pretty good about. You know, Odorizzi and Morton have their hiccups, but aren't bad. Stratton and Straley is when you start taking your gambles a little more lively against the Mets. Very, very, very risky. But then Gohara's risky, but big K upside. And then Miley, 5200 bucks. Go get me 10 to 15 plus points, and we're in business. Let's get into your bats. You have the likes of Yasmani Grandal and Coors at 4K against Chad Bettis. That is definitely worth a look in Coors. Um, you scroll around, and you'll <clears throat> you'll mix and match. Excuse me. Um, who the heck is pitching for Kansas City? I know that changed a few times. Where are you? Dean Kennedy. Okay. Sorry, it's going to happen a lot this podcast with all the changes they've made. It's been a disaster. Um, <clears throat> you look at guys like Kurt Suzuki, 3,700 versus Dan Straley. Dan Straley is, uh, is a big, big fly ball guy. And when you look at his splits, he's much better against lefties than righties. Yeah, lefties 314, righties 333. So a guy like Kurt Suzuki at 37 could be in play. I'd pay up for Grand Dollar, probably go down, but he is an option. Posey at 37 versus Lively's in play as well. You look farther, Brian McCann, 3,500 versus Doug Fister. Fister's been better this year. He's been better than people thought, but it's still Doug Fister. And the Houston Astros are straight fire right now. Lefty's 372, righty's 249 on Fister. That's not going to stop me from using Altuve, Correa, or Springer, or Bregman, or anybody in Houston. But something to think about. Lefty's doing very, very well. So McCann is in play at 35. Farther down you go, like Wilson Ramos, who has tons of power, especially against lefties. He's 3,500 versus Wade Miley. That is a very, very nice play. Very nice play at 3,500. Uh, after Gomes, that might be the next best option. The farther down you look, a guy like Jan Gomes or uh, their other pitcher, Perez. I didn't see him on the list. Usually he's higher than Gomes. Maybe they mix things up again, DraftKings. But uh, Gomes at 33 versus Mike Pelfrey is always worth a look. Pelfrey isn't good. That's just the nicest way I can put it. Not good. Uh, you look at guys like uh, Alfaro's 3,300 versus Matt Harvey. Again, not good. Story of the night, not good pitching. Uh, just do hashtag not good. You go down farther, Steven Vogt, 3,100 versus John Grant is a really good play. It's in St. Louis. We lose the ballpark. Uh, it's a negative ballpark shift. But uh, his left-handed bat versus John Grant. John Grant's a youngster coming out of the bullpen. You don't know how long he's going to go. St. Louis' season's over. They're going to be mixing and matching to get guys exposure. So you can look at a guy like uh, like Vote Lefty's 345, righty's 346 off Gant. So he's an option for you as well. Again, there's going to be tons of options of such bad, bad pitching. There's Roberto Perez. That's the other Cleveland Catchery's all the way down to 2,800. And he's been okay at the plate. Really has. He had 16 points his last time. He's averaging six points a game his last 10. So that's not bad for 2,800. He'll be in play against the Pelfrey and company. Farther down you go, there's going to be tons of mix and matching options down here. Like Martin Maldonado, 2,600 for the Angels. Again, very, very cheap. Uh, the Angels put one of the worst lineups I've ever seen out yesterday. And um, I don't even see them on this list. There they are. They're facing Marco Gonzalez. My God. That's that's bad. 
it's bad, bad, bad. Where are you? Sorry, this is ridiculous. It's in Anaheim. Okay, but Marco Gonzalez, left-handed pitcher. So Maldonado loves him. Some lefties. 2600 is a great price tag in that range. Austin Hedges against Stratton at 26 isn't bad. I'd rather have Maldonado personally, but that's just me. And then there'll be some other guys like, you know, we are like Eric Fryer might catch for St. Louis because uh, Yachty should be done for the year. So Eric Fryer at 2300 going up against Chase Anderson isn't the worst thing for a punt play. He's, a, he's an offensive catcher. Ron Brantley goes deep last night. He's 2200 for the White Sox versus Bauer if you want to go that route. But tons to like down here. Maldonado at 26 is probably the low value that I do like. First base, you're going to have tons of stuff. Bellinger and Coors versus Bettis at 56. Yep. Paul Goldschmidt against the flyball pitcher Ian Kennedy at 53. That's not bad. Freeman at 53 versus Straley. You got E5, Edwin at 52. All good plays. Jose Abreu at 48. Uh, Bellinger takes the cake on that one. That's too easy. But they're still all really good plays there. Carlos Santana, 4,400 against Pelfrey. He'll go overlooked. That's a really good price tag. He's been slumping four points on average his last 10. Good price tag there. Um, you go to a guy. This could be interesting if he's in the lineup. I don't know if he'll be in the lineup. Uh, it's lefty-lefty, but Joe Maurer's sneaky at 44. But you got Ian Desmond in Coors against the lefty at 4,400. I love that. I used him on Wednesday. I'm pretty sure lefty was on the mound. That's a great play for 4,400 bucks. Good savings after Bellinger. Reese Hoskins, 43 versus Matt Harvey's outstanding. Really, really good savings on that one as well. Um, Nicky Delmonico, if you want to. Eric Hosmer at 4,100 versus Granke. I like that as a contrarian play. Granke, I don't see him going too deep. Maybe he does. Maybe Lavello wants to, I don't know, risk it. But Hosmer at 41 could be good. Farther down you go, Matt Carpenter versus Chase Anderson at 4K. Very, very much in play. That is a live, live bat. Um, Jesus Aguilar is not horrible at 39. You go down to the likes of Mark Reynolds in Coors, another ridiculous tag. You can play Desmond in the outfield, so you can play both these guys. Desmond at 44. Mark Reynolds is 3,900. You know he's only averaging five points his last 10, but his last two games in Coors, eight and 10 points, started hitting the ball a little bit. So keep an eye on Reynolds at 3,900. He's been hitting in the middle of the order still. Nice price tag there. You got a ridiculous tag here. You got Alcantara pitching for the Oakland A's. The guy's horrible. Horrible. You got a guy that's slumping like crazy in Joey Votto. Or not Joey, Joey Gallo. Remember when I called his homer two nights ago? I'm like, he's going to hit one. I know he's going to hit one forever. He's going to hit one. He's going to go deep again tonight. He's 3800 bucks. First base, third base eligible in the second highest total on the game. And a very, very, very live ballpark tonight against horrible pitching. Joey Gallo is going ding dong city at 3,800 bucks. It's happening. Ryan Healy at 37 in that same matchup versus the lefty Perez is very, very, very good as well. He's first base, third base. Put Healy at one, Gallo at the other. Stacking the Texas Oakland game, as much of a disappointment as those teams can be, is the way to be contrarian versus Coolers, even though Coors. There's most nights I like to fade Coors. Coors by far and away is a great spot tonight. Great spot tonight. Uh, you go down the list some more. Will Myers at 3,600. He seems to do so well in San Francisco. So just a weird gut feeling on that one. Trey Mancini, 35. Nah. But like CJ Crone, 3,500 versus the lefty. Um, I believe it was Mark Gonzalez. That's a really good play. Crone, tons of power versus left-handed pitching. So I like him at 35 in that matchup. 
You got the likes of uh, Chris Davis of the Orioles at 33 versus Odorizzi if you try to go that direction. Yonder Alonso. This is a good price tag. Yonder Alonso, 33. I know it's lefty, lefty versus Skag. So if you don't want that, you got Danny Valencia at 33. Both good plays there. Josh Bell at 3,200. I like him. I know Strasburg's starting, but he shouldn't go deep. So if you want to roll the dice, you're playing for GPPs on nights like tonight. You go there. A nice value play in a very, very live ballpark in Philadelphia is Dominic Smith going up against Blake Lively. We know Lively can pitch good once in a while. Gets not a big strikeout guy. Dominic Smith's only averaging three points his last 10 games, but his last game out against Atlanta. Pinch hit, home run, 18 points. We know there's tons of power with Dom. So 2,900 does bring some nice upside to the table. Other than that, check your lineups. There'll be a few other guys that pop up here and there. Like Albert Pujols is even sneaky. I know I got the day off yesterday. He's 3,600 versus the lefty uh, Gonzalez. So he's actually got some value tonight. Keep an eye on him as well. I'd probably go Crone at 35. But Pujols, we wouldn't be surprised. One of the last games of the year is if he goes deep. Second base, you got Jose Ramirez. Second base, third base versus Pelfrey at 55. Like that a lot. They won their 100th game yesterday. They're just winning everything. So curious what Tito's going to do with that lineup. Jose Altuve at 52. Yep, he's your AL MVP. Brian Dozier, though. 4,800 versus the lefty Matt Boyd. Get me some Dozier at 4,800. Yeah, Cano at 46 versus Skaggs. Not horrible, but you got LeMahieu and Coors versus uh, the lefty at 4,600. I like that a lot in that matchup. Yoan Moncada, if you're not using Bauer, Moncada's 41. But uh, Neil Walker at 39, big upside versus uh, Gant. Do, do like that. Jed Lowry, switch hitting in Texas at 39. He's in play. Uh, Ozzy Albies at 37 versus Straley. I like that a ton. Joe Panic at 37. Panic's swinging a really good bat. Not a ton of power upside, but really, really good bat. Paul DeYoung at 36, I'll play over and over again. When he was a steep price tag in the mid to high fours, you had to think about it. This price tag with the upside for DeYoung is outstanding. Chase Anderson, not a horrible pitcher, but also a big contact guy. DeYoung, shortstop, uh, second base eligible at 3,600. He came off a double yesterday, 5, 10, and 12 were his points in his last three games. So DeYoung at 36 is in play. Another outstanding play, he might strike out four times, but in that fifth at bat, he could go deep deep and gone. Ruby Odor in Texas against Alcantara at 3,600 brings back some nice value. Willie Calhoun, if he tracks the lineup, I'm using him like crazy. Got me seven points yesterday. It was 3K though yesterday. He's up to 3,500. This kid can rake. He's going to be a staple in the lineup next year. It took him a few games to get his feet wet in the bigs. He's going to be a great, great ball player. Willie Calhoun, second base outfield at 3,500. Definitely in play. Good value in that one. Guys like Johnny Villar at 34 if he cracks the lineup have upside. Cesar Hernandez is priced down. He's 3,400 versus Matt Harvey. Averaging 7.3 his last 10, 11 points his last game out. Very, very good leadoff bat in a good ballpark in Philly. Don't sleep on the Phillies. You're facing Matt Harvey in one of the best ballparks in all of baseball to hit in. So they're getting kind of disrespected with this pricing. But then again, maybe they thought it was somebody else pitching. I don't know. But they have a 496 total. Lefty's 425. Righty's 328 versus Harvey. Philly's very, very live. This is a nice uh, angle to go outside of the two big ballparks tonight. Solarte at 34 versus Stratton. That's actually a decent play. Solarte's been a very good bat. Inconsistent, but good. Averaging 6.2 his last 10. He's second base shortstop eligible. Good left-handed pop. Um... 
And, you know, Stratton, lefty's 348, righty's 302. So Solarte could be in play at 3,400. Other than that, like, is Drupal Cabrera's down to 29? I know he's slumping, but that's a great play versus uh, Lively if you want the value. Got Azuya Hay from San Diego at 29. Then you scroll around, you'll find values, lineups come out. I'm not going to read you everybody, but there's there's guys down here that definitely will make starts in the line. Like, Drew Robinson's been starting lately. He's second base outfield eligible. Left-handed bat for Texas, 2500 bucks. He had five points yesterday and then a 14 and a 14. Definite option if he tracks the lineup for value at second base or the outfield at 2500 Third base, you got Arenado and Coors at 56 That's always in play. Jose Ramirez, again, 55 I like. Freeman's not bad. Travis Shaw at 51 versus Gant. If it was in Milwaukee, it'd almost be a lock and load. I'm hesitant in St. Louis, but still very, very good play if you want to go there. You got like Justin Turner and Coors at 44 It's an outstanding price tag. I know it's a, a righty, but Coor, uh, Turner has power against both sides of the plate, so don't sleep on that. Jake Lamb, um, forty-one hundred bucks, had a big game his last game. I was averaging eight points his last ten, so maybe he's starting to hit again. Been a really rough second half for our boy Lamb, but a good spot against Ian Kennedy in that ballpark. Kennedy, lots of fly balls. Lamb could easily run into one at forty-one. You got Bregman at forty-one; he's in play. Um, Mustakis at thirty-eight versus Granky. I don't hate. Mitch and Joey Gallo at 38. Jose Reyes really having a good second half of the season. He's 3,800 versus Lively. He's shortstop third base eligible. Don't mind him. Ryan Healy at 37. Big time upside on that matchup. Good pricing on some of those. Um, Nick Castellanos versus Gibson. I'm not looking to fade Gibson, but Castellanos still 3,500. The dude continues to hit the baseball. I know he had a two-run double yesterday, 14 more points yesterday. Just too cheap. The guy's a really, really good ball player. No respect on DraftKings. All year. All year long. Uh, you got Louis Valbuena at 33. He's a lefty on the mound, though, so be careful there. Yoan Camargo, third base shortstop versus Straley. He's 3,300 with upside. Matt Chapman, 3,200 for the A's. He went deep yesterday. 21 DraftKings points yesterday. Always has that ability. He's at 3,200. Good matchup there against the lefty Perez. So keep Chapman in mind for some nice. That's good value in a ballpark that's as live as that one's going to be tonight. Other than that, take a look at the lineups. You might find a little. Third base doesn't have as much value as some of the others, but there is some out there that will pop up. Shortstop, Francisco Lindor at 55 versus Pelfrey. Get it in. Get it in often. Carlos Correa, the hottest hitter in baseball. He's 53 versus Fister. He's 11 for 14 or something. He got three homers and like 14 ribbies his last three games. He's 35 points last night, averaging 14.8 in his last 10. His last three games, 35, 40, 21, straight fire. 11 for 14. He's got four doubles, three homers, 12 R- or six, 10 RBIs. He's scored six runs. Wild. So keep him in mind tonight. Uh, he's going to have a down game eventually, you think. But like Mar- uh, Marwin Gonzalez, 4,700 outfield shortstop eligible. Very good play, too. He he gets overlooked all the time. 23 more points last night. He's averaging 12.6 his last 10. So don't sleep on Marwin. You know, 23, 5, 7, 31, 17, 2, 0, 15, 5, 21. Marwin's swinging it very, very well, too, at 47. Always overlooked. Seager and Coors at 46. Seager's actually kind of heating up. This might not be bad. I've been off the Seager train. But uh, 18 points last game, 25 the game before, 7 the game before that. 
maybe he's starting to hit. We'll see. But 46 in Coors, good price tag there. And Trevor Story, 45. He's been heating up, averaging 9 his last 10, 22 points, 18, 3, and 10 his last 4. He's in Coors versus a lefty at 45. Story, that's usually a very, very good play, usually. Elvis Andrews, 42 at home in that big band box against Alcantara, is in play. Marcus Simeon, big power versus lefties. His price went from 4,500 yesterday down to 39. He had a zero yesterday. Still averaging 10.1 in his last 10. Big boy power against Perez at 3,900. Great price tag. Great price tag if you want to save some cash. Um, this is the night to look for lots of power. You, you can stack if you want. Make some mini stacks. There should be some offense tonight. Definitely should be. Jose Reyes, 38. Mentioned him already. You got the likes of uh, Paul DeYoung at 36, who we like. Uh, Kiki Hernandez, he's 34. I don't, but it's he's just been so bad. You hung in Solarte again, 3,400 bucks. Do you like him? Camargo at 33 for some value. Go farther down at the shortstop position. Like Echeverria of Tampa Bay against the lefty Miley at 2,800. That's got some good upside. Averaging over six his last 10. So that's not a horrible punt. Ahmed Rosario at 28 is a decent punt. JP Crawford, third base shortstop at 28. Decent punt as well. So some good stuff there. And then there'll be other guys farther down. Just check your lineups. See what pops up. You know, maybe get Franklin Barreto against the lefty Perez for 2K. That would be outstanding. Outfield. BDS. Big Dong Stanton. It goes a different way, but I'll do it to be nice. Giancarlo Stanton, 5,600. You got Blackman at 56 and Coors. Bellinger at 56 and Coors. You got Trout at 55 versus Gonzalez. That's an outstanding play every day. J.D. Martinez at 54 is great. Harper, I got to see him break out of it. It's a good spot, 5,200, but I got to see it. But Stanton, Blackman, Bellinger, Trout, Martinez, love them all. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Bellinger's and Coors, that helps. So is Blackman. Uh, Trout is outstanding. They're all in play. I'd probably go Bellinger, Trout, J.D., Stanton, Blackman, but they're all in play. Justin Upton at 49 is a great play versus Gonzalez. Love that play. Uh, Ryan Braun's not bad at 48. Tommy Pham at 46. Sneaky nice. Mentioned Marvin Gonzalez already. He's 47. Nelson Cruz versus the lefty Skaggs at 46. Look at all these options. All really, really good plays. Just depends on how you want to attack the slate. All really good plays. Got Puig and Coors at 46. Not bad at all. Then Intendi's 44. Ozuna, 44 versus a lefty. Mentioned Desmond and Coors versus a lefty at 44. Love that. Sensu Chu's been swinging it well. He's 4,300 versus Alcantara, so keep him in mind. Uh, there's probably other guys around him I'd rather go to, like Reese Hoskins at 43, but he's an option. You got Carlos Gonzalez. I know it's lefty-lefty, but he's 4,300 in Coors. You don't know how long Ryu's going to go either, so you might get a lot of Dodgers bullpen. Keep that in mind. Eric Thames, day-to-day. Gerardo Parra, 42. AJ Pollock, 41. Okay, okay. Byron Buxton versus the lefty Matt Boyd at 41 is a solid play. Very solid. Mitch Hanniger versus the lefty at 41 as well for the Mariners. Both really, really nice plays in those matchups. Will be overlooked on a slate like tonight. Those guys will be way, way overlooked. You're looking to win tournaments with these goofy lineups and goofy pitching. So just keep that in mind when you're picking guys out. Jay Bruce at 39, big boy upside. Biggest concern I have with the Indians is Tito lets his starters go for like five, six innings, get two or three at-bats, and then uses replacements. 
that's what terrifies me. He might not. He might go for broke like he did yesterday to get that 100th win, but I, he has nothing to play for. So that scares the crap out of me. I'd rather take, you know, something I know is more consistent. But then again, the ownership's going to be low. It depends on what gamble you want to take. Just one of those you can't be surprised if it goes horribly wrong. Dexter Fowler, 3,800 versus Ander- Chase Anderson. Very solid in that matchup. K with the Chris Davis. In the one of the liveliest ballparks in baseball today. I guess the left-handed pitcher in Perez is 3,800 bucks. That's just a plug and play. Starling Marte, did he get doubled? Oh, yeah, 13 more points last night. That's now 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Nine straight double-digit games. Just keep in mind, Strasburg's going to be starting. We don't know how long, whatever. But Marte at 38 still worth the play for me. But if you're a little more hesitant, I can get it with Strasburg. I was 100% Marte in every lineup last night. I won't be tonight. I won't be. I made five lineups last night. I had five Martes. I don't want to make five lineups tonight. If I make five, I'll have some. I don't want to make five. I'll, I'll, uh, Aaron Althair at 37 versus uh, Harvey. That's an outstanding play. Really, really good play. Nick Marcakis and Ciarte both versus Straley in play. Denard Span at 37. Sneaky, nice play. He's having a really good season. Just under the radar stuff. Uh, Nick Williams against Harvey at 36. Outstanding. Great price tag. Can't hate on that at all. Castellanos at 35. Kepler, 35. Derek Fisher, 35. Everybody loved that Derek Fisher. Got a hit off Matt Barnes last night for you basketball guys. That should ring a bell about a little bit of a feud that took place between one Derek Fisher and Matt Barnes. So everybody loved that angle. It blew up for a little while. Again, Willie Calhoun, 35, is outstanding. Uh, Nemo for the Mets at 35 is an interesting value play. Hit in the middle of that order against... uh, Lively. Very interesting play there. Odobel Herrera, only 34 versus Harvey. The Met, or the, the, the Phillies, so cheap tonight. The, the A's are cheap. The Phillies are cheap. There's a, there's a few cheap teams that just, huh. Rangers are cheap. I wish there was good pitching. I wish this was like July. Um, the farther you look, then it gets really interesting. You know, phew, wow. Let's see who comes in. Like maybe Hunter Renfro for power, even though it's a righty, even bullpen. What angle? There's better angles out there. The Now we're below 3K. You're going to have to check lineups. Gregory Polanco's 28. You got the likes of uh, Corey Ray. He won't play. He's not even up right now. I was looking, thinking of a different guy. But there's youngsters on every team. Bostic played for Pittsburgh last night at 2,500, but he's facing a different... Tony Kemp. If Tony Kemp cracks the lineup for Houston, second base outfield will do a 24. He's worth a look. Mentioned uh, Robinson for the Rangers at 25 as an option. Uh, Victor Robles, 2,200. I'll play him every time he cracks the lineup at that price tag. I know he only got like a couple points last night, three points, I think. He had good spots. The fact that Dusty Baker is making him sack bunt in the first inning. Leadoff batter gets on. Nobody out. Top of the first. Yes, Dusty. Let's frickin' bunt. That is such a Dusty Baker thing. Lane Adams of the Braves at 2400s intriguing. I'm just trying to scroll through the three, the below threes again to give you a couple more names if something pops my mind here. There will be tons that come out in this weekend. Tons. But yeah, that's kind of it for now. 
I didn't even see my Oriole guy that I usually mention. He must have got uh, Austin Hayes. He's up to 3K now for Baltimore. He's getting played a lot. But he's been leading off, so he's always worth a look. So there it is, your last edition of Quick Hits. Recapping your pitching in this order, Gibson, Bauer, Odorizzi up top in the middle. I got Stratton, Morton, Straley. Probably more Morton than Stratton, but I'm going there for now just price-wise. Then down below, Gohara, Lively, and Miley. Those are your pitchers. Let's look BVP and send it on your way. Uh, in your, your, you have two early games. We don't care about those. Uh, Pirates, Nationals. Again, you might see more pitching changes throughout the day, but uh, Michael Taylor, 4 for 12 with a homer. Or 4 for 4. 4 for 4. No, sorry. I can't even read right now. 1 for 4 with a home run off Garrett Cole. I am... It's the last one of the year, guys. Starling Marte, 4 for 12 with a double and a homer off Strasburg and two stolen bases. That's what he does. Starling Marte, such an underappreciated baseball player. Cesar Hernandez, 4 for 9. I liked his price tag. He's got a stolen base off Harvey. There's going to be a lot of inexperience here on these these slates. Carlos Beltran, 5 for 11 with a double and a homer off Fister. Altuve, 3 for 4. Cameron Maven, three for, or 4 for 14, 3 doubles. Francisco Lindor, 5 for 12 with a triple and a homer off Pelfrey. Edwin has three homers off Pelfrey. Young Gomes has taken him deep as well. You know, Bruce is 5 for 14, two doubles and a triple. Austin Jackson, 6 for 19. Chisinau, 6 for 19. Carlos Santana, 7 for 22. Uh, Reimer, Liriano, Avisel Garcia both taking Trevor Bauer deep. Jose Abreu, 10 for 31, two doubles. It's a 3.23 average. Freddie Freeman, Matt Kemp, Nick Markakis all taken straightly deep. Kevin Kiermeyer, double, triple, homer, stolen base off of Wade Miley. Longo, two homers. Stuza Jr., a homer, but most of them have, don't have really good average. Wilson Ramos, three for seven with doubles, the best average on the team. Jonathan Scope, 10 for 27, four doubles and a homer off Odorizzi. Chris Davis has taken him deep three times by hitting 219. Machado taking him deep four times, hitting 268. Adam Jones twice. Hardy, Mancini, Joseph, all taking Odorizzi deep. Rubio Dor, two for four, the homer off Alcantara. Elvis Anders, three for eight, two homers off Alcantara. Uh, Mazzara's taking him deep as well. K with the Chris Davis price of $3,800 tonight is eight for 16, a 500 average with two doubles and two home runs off Martin Perez. Fagley, five for 11, two doubles. If he catches, Ryan Healy's taking him deep. Jed Lowry, 8 for 23 with a double. It's a 348 average. Jorge Polanco has a homer. Chris Jimenez has a homer. And Eduardo Escobar has all homer off Matt Boyd. Ian Kinsler, 13 for 40 for a 325 average with a double and two homers off Gibson, Romine, Cabrera, and Castellanos. All taking him deep with lower averages. Nolan Arenado, 8 for 14, three doubles, two homers, batting 571 off Hunjin Ryu. Carlos Gonzalez, 5 for 12, a double and a homer. So don't worry about the lefty-lefty. Blackman, 6 for 19, two doubles. Story has taken him deep as well. Uh, Justin Turner, 7 for 12, two doubles off of Chad Bettis. Grandall, 4 for 11. Alcides Escobar, 5 for 10 with a triple off Granke. Salvi Perez has taken him deep. Brandon Moss, twice. Alex Gordon, once. Descalso, 4 for 13 with a double and a homer off Kennedy. J.D. Martinez, 3 for 11 with a homer. Gregor Blanco, 8 for 32. It's 250 average. 
Randall Gritchick, 5 for 14, two doubles and a home run. Chase Anderson, I'll let him as Diaz. Tommy Pham have taken him deep. Yachty's not playing. Not much else. Robinson Cano, 7 for 15, three doubles off Tyler Skaggs. Seager, 6 for 16 with a homer. Nelly Cruz, 1 for 15 with one home run. Hunter Pence, 5 for 17 with a homer. Posey's taking Lyles deep as well. And that is it. Again, everybody, thanks for listening to Quick Hits this year. Thanks for the feedback, the positive notes. It's been awesome. Uh, if you guys want to rate and review the podcast, that'd be much appreciated. Rate and review any of the podcasts, SD Radio, Bench with Bubba, Around the Bases, Quick Hits, Two-Point Conversion. would all be really, really appreciated. We put a lot of hard work into this, and that helps grow the thing to be big, bigger and better for you guys. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. You got the uh, stacks piece from Nate came out last night. It was a contrarian piece later today. You got power rankings, survivor picks from Richard. You got the Saturday Edge Week 5 podcast with Doc and company. You got Around the Base with Bub and Mo, episode 31, with Nick Picaro, beat writer for the Diamondbacks, and much more. So check it all out at thesportsdjens.com, at thesportsdjens. It's been a pleasure, guys. Find me on Twitter, at BDNTrick. But until next time, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, September 29th edition. I'm out.